When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. QAnon is now the most prolific online conspiracy theory of the 21st century. None of their predictions came true. Q has vanished and the storm never came. But QAnon is still alive. I'm Jake Hanrahan and this is Series 2 of Q Clearance a podcast shedding light on the ongoing QAnon conspiracy theory. This is a production of Coup d'etat Media and iHeartRadio. Today we're going to be doing an update of sorts. Basically, whilst Q is no longer hitting headlines across the world anymore, there are still significant stirrings within the QAnon universe that you need to know about. So in this episode of Q Clearance, we'll be going over them. We'll talk about the role of Q in regards to the death of John McAfee, the further fascist radicalization of QAnon, and the B-drop. So firstly, cast your mind back to episode two of this series, when we were looking into how QAnon has become increasingly more extreme in its political worldview, now that it's been forced underground onto apps like Telegram. Since recording that episode, one of the largest QAnon channels has begun sharing increasingly more anti-Semitic and outright neo-Nazi content. One of the worst is Ghost Ezra. Ghost Ezra is a QAnon personality with a Telegram channel that has more than 300,000 subscribers. 
In it, he's begun posting photo lists of Jewish people in the media that are all marked with small stars of David, and he's been accusing them all of being members of the Israeli intelligence agency Mossad. He's also been promoting the far-right film Europa The Last Battle, which claims Jewish people deliberately started both World War I and World War II as a plot to form Israel. It's outright neo-Nazi propaganda. Many, many people in the channel, all of them supposedly QAnon followers, are now cheering on this Nazi vein within QAnon. When you think about it, it's quite bizarre that QAnon is evolving like this when you consider that they all actually worship Donald Trump and Trump did more for Israel than many previous US presidents. He's the one that even okayed the move of the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, effectively recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. I don't want to get into the deeper politics of Palestine versus Israel, but that is a very big win for Israel. Still, this Nazi vein within QAnon is the way it seems to be going now. With the sheer number of QAnons becoming indoctrinated by all this, it's a very big worry. There are hundreds of thousands of people, all Q supporters, in these underground telegram network channels, and now many of them are lapping up neo-Nazi propaganda, whereas only a few months ago, they were dyed-in-the-wool hardcore conservatives. Now, whether you hate conservatives or are a conservative, that is irrelevant. There is no denying that the jump from conservative, centre-right politics to far-right neo-Nazism is quite vast and very troubling. Now, what's interesting is Ghost Ezra himself. Whoever it is, we don't know. But this guy hasn't been on the scene within QAnon for that long. There are some researchers that think Ghost Ezra is possibly a plant, as in he was never a QAnon fan that somehow started turning Nazi. He was possibly a Nazi the whole time and infiltrated QAnon, as we spoke about in episode two. The way he's going, the way he's pushing all this Nazi propaganda, I think that's quite possible too. Anyway, moving on to the next update. Let me just say this. Q is back, or maybe sort of, or maybe not. Just just bear with me. Listen to this. We're going to talk about the new Q drop, or what you could call the B drop. Now, remember, Q hasn't posted a single Q drop since December 2020, but something new happened. Now, I don't want to get everybody's hopes up, but it felt like Q was back for a second. So let me just explain. So last month in May, there was a big QAnon conference in Dallas, Texas. It was absolutely mental. We will be talking about that next episode in detail, talking to someone that basically infiltrated it. It's all very strange. But what you need to know now is that one day into the conference on May 29th, there was a message put onto Aikun posted directly to the QAnon board, the exclusive QAnon board for Q. To explain further, here's researcher Sarah Hightower. Remember, Hightower helps out with research and fact-checking on this podcast. She's one of the very best researchers out there. She knows what she's on about. Have a listen. 
So like a day into the uh, the Yeehaw Gods, Guns, and Gravy Patriot Rodeo, or whatever it was called, somebody posted to a Coon's uh, Q-Post board. And when I say that it's the Q-Post board, I mean, like, it's literally the board set up for a Q to post the Q-Drops to. So uh, I think it's uh, the projected comms board. It literally only exists for the express purpose of, like, Q-Drops, okay? Regular users, like, they, they can't even post to the board. To be able to post to this board, you have to have the keys. So you'd have to be, like, site owner or an admin or just someone who was given the keys to be able to post, basically, all right? So, as Sarah says, if something pops up on the cue board on 8kun, it's not just somebody messing around. As far as QAnons were concerned, this had come from HQ, from General Command, from the White House, from Q. So, as you can imagine, everybody got quite excited. But just have a listen to what happened next. So this post, it just appeared out of nowhere... But instead of Q, the post author was B. And B didn't have the Q trip code. Now, the Q trip code, we've already like explained it on the show like at least once. Just to refresh your memory, if you've forgotten, the trip code was essentially a signature attached to Q. So whenever someone posted claiming to be Q, posting a Q drop, whatever, QAnons could confirm that it was actually Q using this trip code, the signature, if you like. If you've forgotten all about it, maybe go back and listen to the episode on it in series one. But essentially, the trip code would confirm that Q was Q. As we know, it got hijacked. The trip code changed hands. But anyway, this new user turned up and it was a B drop, not a Q drop. So this B person, they post this short drop and it sounds like somebody is trying to copy Q's posting style, the Q's rhetorical style. But it just comes across as like, I don't know if you've ever read like an Instagram influencer or like a TikToker who decides to like publish their poetry, but it's like that. And it says, fact versus fiction. We will not tell you which is which. The choice is yours. Who gave you the playbooks? Who helps you answer questions? And that's what the post ends. And it's pretty short. And interestingly enough, this B person, they didn't sign their post at the bottom the way Q famously signs the Q drops. So everybody on all sides of the QAnon thing, like, they got all worked up. So, like, watchers and researchers started, like, immediately speculating, like, is this a troll who managed to hack the board? Or is it, like, Jim and Ron gauging interest during the Patriot roundup thingy that Flynn was at? Or, like, was it Ron trying to workshop the next phase of the Q-grift or get people interested in his alien-themed WikiLeaks ripoff? Yeah, Sarah did just say <laughs> alien theme that WikiLeaks ripoff. That's basically what Ron Watkins is doing now. We think Jim and Ron Watkins were behind QAnon. If you've heard series one, I think it's quite clear that they were. But now Ron has moved on to this strange UFO situation. It's quite interesting. We're going to be doing a whole episode soon about what Jim and Ron Watkins did next. But just know it is another internet-based grift that Ron is trying to create a community around. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So as Sarah said, there was a lot of speculation from QAnons, from researchers, Everybody was wondering, who is this B? Why is there a drop in the cue boards? And what does it all mean? Well, it's possible that actually the B drop was just a disgruntled 8 coon employee putting up some nonsense on the cue board before dropping out and saying, fuck you, Jim, fuck you, Ron, see you later. This is what Jim Watkins had to say about it anyway. Jim Watkins comes out and uh, he said that an admin or a global volunteer who goes by the username The Laughing Man posted it, which is like, it's Jim Watkins, so like take it with a grain of salt or whatever, but there actually is record of someone in his orbit, in that orbit, who went by the name like The Laughing Man. Now you might think, well, why would you trust what Jim Watkins has to say about QAnon? Well, because it's very clear to me, to a lot of people, that him and his son Ron were behind it. So if he says, well, actually this isn't about Q, it's kind of true because he's the one that dictates what is about Q because he's making it all up as he goes along. So Jim said that he fired the admin and that he cut the volunteer team over on Akun in like half. So I don't know if any or all of that last bit is true, but B hasn't posted since and it kind of seems unlikely that we're ever going to hear from them again. 
So do with that what you will. Do with that what you will. QAnons certainly did. Some are still considering this B-drop a genuine return of Q, whilst others mostly seem to have sort of decided to ignore it. Whatever it was, the most interesting part of the B-drop is what it shows in the plain light of day, that anyone that's part of the admin team on 8kun could post on Q's exclusive board. We all knew that anyway, but now it's been confirmed. With the B-drop, Jim Watkins basically said, yeah, this board is nowhere near as secure as we made out, and he has effectively backed up a lot of what we said in Series 1. That is, it's not that difficult to commandeer or steer Q on the Chan boards. Personally, I think the B-drop is more relevant when it comes to exposing who is behind QAnon than it is of any evidence of a return. Anyway... Next, final update, let's talk about the John McAfee drama. So if you're unaware, John McAfee was the entrepreneurial creator of the world-famous anti-computer virus software McAfee Virus Scan. This was the first commercial antivirus software. It was released in the 80s and eventually made McAfee a billionaire. Now, McAfee was not your average rich guy. To put it frankly, he was absolutely fucking nuts. Maybe all rich guys are like that, but they're not usually posting about it on social media and having documentaries made about themselves. So among many other bizarre twists and turns in his life story, McAfee was accused of allegedly murdering his neighbor, manufacturing his own bath salts drugs, abusing women he paid to have sex with, and forming what was basically an armed gang or militia in Belize. He was somewhat of an internet anti-hero for some due to his antics and open challenges to the US government on social media. Lots of people found him funny and in some ways he was. Ultimately though, McAfee was a compulsive liar, a fraud and was once sexually involved with a 16-year-old girl in Belize in 2012. McAfee died on June 23rd, 2021. He was 75 years old. He died by what is very likely suicide in a Spanish prison cell. He was incarcerated on charges levied at him by the US government. The police in Barcelona agreed to arrest him for the US. The US claims he'd been evading tax by having his income paid into bank accounts and cryptocurrency exchange accounts in the names of other nominees. He was set to be extradited to the US when he was found dead. Now, what the hell does all this have to do with QAnon? We'll get to that, but for context, let's explain the suicide slash murder conspiracy that's brewing. So before McAfee died, he posted the following message on Twitter, quote, getting subtle messages from US officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. Schwacked, available only at McAfee. Dex.com. 
smiley face, end quote. This message was posted with an image of a new tattoo he'd gotten on his right arm that said schwacked with the S as a dollar sign, schwacked or whacked meaning he'd been killed. As you can imagine, this has caused a sensational conspiracy theory now that he's dead, especially on the internet. Now, I am definitely not saying that I think it's beyond the scope of the US government to assassinate people that could cast them in a bad light. But McAfee's claims in his life of knowing about shadowy government plots against him were all very over the top without any substance and they were ultimately used as an excuse for his reckless drug-fueled behaviour. I do not believe McAfee was murdered by the US government. It's my belief that he was plotting the ultimate post-death mystery about himself, knowing that he'd soon take his life if extradited. After all, he was 75 years old, he'd lived a mad life and was probably going to spend the rest of it in prison once sent back to the US. I think, as in life as in death, he wanted to court further controversy around the legend of John McAfee after he was dead and gone. To throw fuel on this fire of his, there was even a big nod to QAnon. On June 23rd, roughly an hour after McAfee's death was announced in the media, there was an image posted to John McAfee's official verified Instagram account. The image was the letter Q, black in caps with a white background. I could not fucking believe it. McAfee briefly dabbled in QAnon talk whilst alive, but he was never a hardcore proponent of it, even when he campaigned to be US president on a batshit insane quasi-libertarian ticket. QAnon was even too nuts for him, really. What I'm saying is McAfee was not a QAnon guy. I think this post was done by someone close to him who had his logins to Instagram. I think McAfee told them to do this. I think he wanted to cause chaos, confusion and further conspiracy even after he died. I do not think McAfee was at all linked to QAnon. There's no evidence to suggest this was happening behind the scenes or otherwise. McAfee's Instagram account has now been completely removed and the post is obviously gone, but the immediate reaction from QAnons was as you can probably imagine. There was a frenzy. One QAnon Telegram account with almost 40,000 subscribers that I checked quickly after this happened went berserk. One user posted the following with the image of the McAfee Q Instagram post. Quote, Rumor confirmed, McAfee QPIC has a cryptographic key, in caps, embedded in the image file. I was able to view this in Photoshop. Instructions. FBMD23009650100 and you know it goes on like that a lot of numbers a lot of zeros some letters dead man switch activated end quote the alleged code that this user dug out from the image that the QAnons immediately ran with without checking 
The code that they said means some kind of dead man switch has been activated. The alleged code that got them all riled up from this John McAfee Instagram Q post is actually an automatic international press telecommunications council slash information interchange model code that Facebook, who owns Instagram, bakes into uploaded images to essentially keep track of where content uploaded to their sites is being shared elsewhere. The FBMD code that the Q follower posted is just a Facebook member data code, FBMD. McAfee's plan to baselessly sow further conspiracy and misinformation worked even after death, all thanks to the QAnons. Clearance is brought to you by iHeartRadio and Coup d'etat Media. I'm Jake Hanrahan. You can find me online at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. You can get Q Clearance merch at darkwash.net. This episode was produced by myself with fact-checking and additional research by Sarah Hightower. The music is by Sam Black and the sound was mixed by Thomas Griffin at Splicing Block. is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.